Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast. Brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. We have Dead by 28 on the show. Hi, guys. Hey, oh, hey Luke Ski. Hello. And we will have a pre-recorded interview with Lauren Mayer coming up later in the show. And uh, we are recording this on Wednesday, September 21st, because Thursday, September 22nd is my anniversary. So uh, Jen and I are going to be out to dinner and don't want to be rushed coming back. So 21 years tomorrow. Yay, me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So this is episode 640 of the Funny Music Podcast. Title of this week's episode is Wandering Development. Your job is to work that into our conversation somehow. So let's do the catch-up thingy. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else, Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? No, oh, you're right. Before you get started, uh, Christy is in the chat on Twitch and she says, This is not helping with my constantly thinking today is Thursday. <laughs> so, sorry, Christy. Nice. <laughs> All right, Luke, what you been up to? Well, um, basically just uh, working, but um, uh, I have, uh, over this past week, I've kind of gotten into a, you know, it's kind of like, it's been, it's been kind of a good news, bad news week. Um, the, the good news is uh, I've generally been feeling a lot better, and I got to this place where I've said, like, okay, let me get organized and start thinking like planning out you know months ahead because uh you know MarsCon is looming on the horizon so i wanted to um just take stock of my various projects and figure out okay well if i'm if i'm going to do anything special for MarsCon, i should start you know figuring it out now uh so that i have a game plan and uh i um i've been you know uh i've been (laughs) I basically have been on the verge of releasing uh, an album, you know, for the past two or three years, and I just have, you know, things never kind of really fully lined up for me to make sense to release it. So um, I decided to take a look at all of the tracks that would potentially be on a new album of mine, and it turns out that, yeah, basically, if I want to have a, you know, I typically try to make the albums as close to 80 minutes as I can get, you know, based on that's, you know, how long you know, CDs typically are, um, that, uh, that, you know, I basically have enough stuff that if I come up with, you know, one, possibly two more songs, I could have a full album and then, uh, and release it. So that's my plan is to release the album at MarsCon, uh, and the album, uh, will be titled Needlessly Meta, um, nice. which is, uh, the, uh, a name I got from, uh, when Paul and Storm were at Fumpfest 2016, um, at one point, uh, and it's on the 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 Fun Fest 2016 live albums that uh, Devo put together. Um, when the crowd starts acting obnoxious, uh, Paul says uh, to the crowd, "You're just you people are being needlessly meta at this point." And then he pauses and he says, "Which is my great Luke Ski cover band, yay!" And <laughs> so I, I'm taking that sound bite and I'm making that track one on the album. Excellent. And it, and it's a fitting name because 
it's a fitting name because a lot of the tracks I've made in the past, you know, eight years since my last album have more specifically to do about like me and things going on in my life. So needlessly meta is a, is an apt title for it. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's a thing. Uh, I'm also going to, well, I'll, I won't, <laughs> there's other things I've figured out that I'll just keep a secret, uh, for now, but I figured mentioning the album was, uh, um, something, uh, totally worth doing. Oh, in downer news today, um, uh, I've, uh, uh we found out cause somebody online pointed it out, uh, to Kyle and then I saw what he posted. Uh, apparently, Mighty Magisword is leaving Hulu in about nine days. So um, yeah, I saw the post. That sucks. Yeah, uh, we you know I'm kind of assuming that's you know also probably connected to that whole you know David Zaslav you know Warner Brothers crap because it's like you know I know that the like Hulu's the first big streamer platform that there didn't used to be a ton of platforms. It was basically Netflix was for shows that have been you know, out for a while, and Hulu was for the shows that were, you know, that just came out yesterday. Like, that was the big two platforms. So, yeah. Hulu used to have shows from, like, every network all over the place all the time. That's because so Hulu was that, originally you know, owned by was, all the networks. It was, like, a part, a joint partnership with all the major networks, and now it's yeah. mostly owned by Disney. Yeah, yeah. so... um. So the fact that, you know, Magiswatch has been on there for, for so long, you know, and, and it never got taken down and then put back up or whatever, it's like there was no real reason to believe it was going to be taken down, and now suddenly it's being taken down. So we have to just assume it has to do with all the Warner Brothers Discovery bullcrap. So, you yeah, know, but that's you can still, you know, buy it on... It's... HB, HBO and Warner Brothers, I don't think they own much of Hulu... I wonder if maybe just the contract ran out because yeah, it's an end might, of the month but, thing. But it, but it's probably still, it's probably still their responsibility to pay residual checks to like the voice actors and stuff. Oh, maybe when yeah. people watch it on Hulu. Maybe. So you know that's 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 the way they're going to save you know whatever that guy said he was, he needed to figure out a way to save like three billion dollars. So you know, uh, making sure Luke doesn't get paid. That's the way they're gonna. <laughs> Save so much money over at the big WB. They're, so, they're gonna um, save. They're gonna save twenty seven dollars by making sure Luke doesn't get paid, and they're gonna yeah. spend three hundred million dollars an episode for the new Games of Thrones Game of Thrones prequels. So, yeah. So, um, so that's a bummer. I mean, you can still purchase it digitally on like Amazon Prime and stuff, so it's not like it's completely unavailable. But for a lot of people, having to pay for art is, you know, the thing that makes them say, "Oh, I don't want art." Uh, because I don't pay for things anymore, you know. Yeah. Hey, uh, so anyway, there's that. It's 90s. <laughs> uh, I just found out today that uh, my latest story test that I applied for, that uh, they said no. Oh. So that's, uh, you know, a job I didn't get. Um, so that's a bummer. And then we uh, recorded episode 100 of, uh, of Escape from Vault Disney at my apartment, where we watched Beverly Hills Chihuahua, which is what the fans voted for. So I was one of the people who voted for it. Having I was, to watch, I was, that was me. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So, so, uh, so oh. me being forced to watch Beverly Hills Chihuahua is not the worst thing that's happened to me today. So, <laughs> <laughs> compared to the other two. So, so yeah. Um, but I'm I'm gonna try not to let that you know mess up my head too much. 
and keep moving forward and keep trying to get jobs and all that stuff. So, yeah. Um, so that's basically um, what I've been up to. What have you been up to? I've been trying to get the Funk Volume 94 done. Uh, it's I'm currently in the process of stuffing the CDs. I'm hoping to get them done tomorrow so they'll go out Friday. That should be that should be doable. If you didn't see the cover, it features Dizman from Dead by 28 as they, in our with a Chuck Tingle parody cover. And uh, thank you very much for letting me use that photo because this came out great. I didn't. I didn't know about this. You didn't. Know. I'm glad that we debate, debuted it live so he could get his reaction on camera. <laughs> Nobody told me about this. I apologize. I thought you you were okay with this. Now he's overdressed. <laughs> so that's in production. Um, I went to see Pearl the other night. Very happy. I went to see Pearl. Holy shit, that movie's awesome. And um, if Mia Goth doesn't win some kind of award for her role as Pearl in that movie, I'm going to be very upset because she was amazing. Um, Pearl is a sequel to X, which is a horror movie that came out earlier this year. Actually, it's a prequel. Sorry. Uh, It takes place in 1918 on on the farm and and, uh, it's really good and she's amazing and it's it's a good film. Pearl. 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 And uh, they they're teasing the third the third movie in the series, which is going to be called Maxine with three X's. What was the first one? X. X. Yeah. Letter X. The letter X. Mm. Because Hollywood has decided that all movies have to have generic single syllable names with as few letters as possible. So we have movies called Men. We have a movie called Nope. We have a movie called X. You know, and, and I blame Disney or, or Pixar for this because they have a movie called Up, and that's what started it. And ever since then, like every movie that's come out is, is a single syllable little word that does tell you nothing about the movie, and it's driving me nuts. I blame people like There's me. There's a really people with no attention spans whatsoever. <laughs> you can't read two words in a movie title, and no, it's too too much for me. Ten, but like, like. <laughs> Like, you could hit that next button really quick. Yeah, and the more <laughs> words there are, the more likely I am to get confused. <laughs> Just saying, man. We're we're it's a weird generation that's coming up. Yeah, they're not like told they have their faults, but they also have their non-faults. But Lukeski, what were you saying? Doesn't remember. Well, there's this really uh, there's there's this drama coming out um, uh, that uh, about you know horrible racist type stuff uh you know one of those kind of important drama films and the name of it is till t-i-l-l yeah yeah and i exactly i think <laughs> my, my assumption would be is that is that till is the name of the lead you know character in the movie uh like it's short for tilly or something like that i don't know for sure but just seeing that it's like seeing that title this makes me think going along with all the other titles you mentioned is somebody in hollywood trying to just make all these things so that somewhere in a marquee they can like spell out like a, an elaborate wedding proposal and they need all these different individual words you know <laughs> over all these years or something well be, if I that was the case I, I think putting nope in that list of potential words would be a bad idea but yeah i don't um 
and then uh, yeah, last night was uh, Tuesday night was my final acting class of the first session. I did sign up for the second session, which starts in like three weeks. But uh, so I did three scenes last night, uh, two comedy, one serious, and uh, it was a lot of fun. I got to play, I got to act out basically a news of the stupid story, which I know I've reported on this. Um, I played a cop who was answering a call from a guy who got robbed while he was selling coke, and he was complaining to the cop that the robber stole his cocaine. And <laughs> so I got to play the cop. That was fun. And I'm like, yeah, th- I'm, I know this actually happened. I remember reporting on this. So that was fun. And, uh, and then I got to play an alcoholic, you know, alcoholic, abusive father who destroyed his dead wife's ashes because he got drunk and blacked out and raged. And that was fun. That was a hard I've scene. Done that actually. Too. What? I've done that too. Oh, okay. I'm not an actor, though. <laughs> All right, so so uh, Dead by Twenty Eight. What have you guys been up to? I hold on. I'm hungry. <laughs> got a hankering for that stew, you know. Is that actual vegan stew or is that zombie vegan stew? Would you like to try it and find out? That depends on what's in it. I do have food allergies. Oh well, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. We've been, uh, since the last time we were on the show, we recorded a music video for the song that we put out on the funk previously, and uh, I think one of the stills from that video is what you ended up using for the funk cover. So we have a new video for Dead Sexy, and uh, we also recorded a, or did an alternate remix for it, and uh, we're putting that out on a deluxe single version of Vegan Stew, which will have two bonus remixes on it. So that's what we've been focused on is the, finishing off that music video and getting everything ready for the song you're going to hear later in the show. Nice. Excellent. So you're keeping busy with the music. I like what I like to hear. Going 24-7 as much as we can with the music. We got lots of plans over the next year to, to get to. Excellent. Cool. So speaking of vegan stew, give us a quick intro to this song and we'll give it a listen. Well, originally, Vegan Stew was written in somewhere around 2004 or 2005 when we first were uh, getting into recording our own music, and we didn't get the chance to properly record it. At that time, we couldn't record live drums, and we were just getting our chops in as far as I'm concerned with uh, studio production. So we wanted to go back and kind of update it and record it the way that we started performing it live. When we played it live, it was one of the staples of our show, and we closed with it very often because it was a, a very hooky, you know, fun song to end the set on. So we went back and redid it and wanted to release it this Halloween as kind of a, a throwback, but also an updated version of a song that we never got to properly record in the past. And uh, initially, when we wrote it, it was because our guitar player just insisted that he was sick of the uppity vegans. He's like, everywhere I go, everybody's pushing kale on me and lettuce and tomatoes. And like, I can't even walk to school in the morning without having somebody trying to push some vegan meal on me. And it's time to fight back. If you want me to stay in this band any longer, I'm tired of sitting in the background. This is the song we got to do. So we are like, we can't lose Sissy. Sissy's been here for ages and we're gonna follow what he wants to do on this one. So initially we did Vegan Stew for him, but now the updated version, that was more of just uh, kind of correct it and make it a little bit more fun for the audience. All right, so here is Vegan Stew by Dead by 28. Zombie. 
Excellent. So the, the first thing I want to ask about is the the album art that you sent me, which I had up on screen while the song was playing. Who who created that and how? Because that's a really neat image. You made it with that new like AI shit. Yeah, I've been messing around with the AI inspired art. And with that one specifically, I used three different AI art programs developed an image based off of some words, mainly relating to vegan stew. And then I would take what one would create, switch it over to another site, upload it, and then modify it again. And after about six modifications, I came up with that cover. And uh, I had the color scheme and everything laid out, but I just needed something that was like a really gross, gritty image that I thought fit the song itself. So I figured that would really capture people's attention, especially now that the AI art is becoming kind of a big thing. Yeah. This was an opportunity for us to put something out right away with it, you know, as soon as possible. That's such a cool idea. And the end result is amazing. That that art is very, very cool. Um it reminds me of like again, but it reminds me of Dead Alive. It remind well, yeah, Dead Alive, but it, it reminds me of uh, Carcass's album covers, like especially some of the <laughs> early stuff that were just really gross graphic material. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going for. I wanted it to be, you know, one of our more metal uh, album covers because we most of our music doesn't even touch on that. But this song is really dark. It's heavy enough to where it kind of just worked. Yeah, well, it's great stuff. So tell us about the song. Well, I was raised by vegans and like I grew up in the 80s, mind you. So like vegans weren't like really a thing in the 80s. Yeah. So, like, being a vegan kid in the 80s was horrible. And like I just remember seeing all these commercials for McDonald's and I just all my childhood, I just wanted McDonald's so badly. I would just like be a mom and dad. Why can't we have McDonald's? And they're like, no, we're vegans. We don't eat meat. And like their fries are cooked in like cow fat and yada, yada, yada. And it was a horrible, horrible thing. And then finally, like, you know, I broke free of the reins once I was like, you know, I don't remember, teenager, 20s, somewhere around. It was like a time around the time I met him. And we just started going to McDonald's every day. And it was just. What, do you think I'm a bad influence or something? No, what are you trying I, to say? I loved it. I still <laughs> I almost it. regret picking on you for all those years, but not no, really. I still love the McDonald's. It's the best thing ever. And, you know. <laughs> I eat at once, McDonald's uh, all the time. Once our I'm guitar not player complain. bring up that he wanted to do a song about, like, the anti-vegans, I was like, well, I can do that because, like, I was, like, it's like a, a, a rebel a rebel yell for me because my parents raised me vegans in the 80s it was horrible like we ate like 
like I was like if you see like uh, pictures of me and back in the day and I look like skinny and like malnourished, it's because I was. <laughs> like I mean, like being vegan nowadays, like it's like you know, like easier to like you know have a like a, a real like nutrition. Yeah, like, they have like blah, 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 actual blah. recipes. But, like and, in the eighties, that shit didn't fly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like places now have vegan options. In the eighties, there were no options. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, imagine being a vegan in the 80s is kind of like being allergic to peanut butter in the 80s and growing up when there was nobody else allergic to peanut butter in, in the 80s. So, Yeah, I could only have certain peanut butters. Only certain peanut butters? Yeah. Why? The taste gross. Yeah, yeah, figured. Like, why, why? What was wrong with the other peanut butters? I don't know. They were weird. They were hippies. What do you want? <laughs> All right, hang on one sec. All right. Um, so yeah. So, what were you trying to do musically for this song when you when you were composing it? Make something that was heavy, obnoxious, and fun. That mm. works. Yeah. You wrote the music, didn't you? Like originally, yes. And you like bring it to the table. I just, I'm glad that it uh, did not turn out to be, you know, lyrically it was much more fun than the music, and that's what we were going for. Something that was gonna be fun to play live, and will get everybody hyped up at the shows, but would still be easy to to sing along with if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. That's usually what I focus on is the lyrics. Yeah, because that's my job. And this one went over well at shows? Yeah, back then. But it was a different time back then. Well, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. Was, that was almost 10 years ago, the last time we played a show. I was, was going to say, you used to perform live. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, it was, at least, it was more than 10 years. It had to have been like 13 years or something. 2013 was our last show. Really? Yep. Gosh wow. darn. Nice. Why am I like, watching my language? My, my kid ain't around. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yep explicit podcast say what you want we don't care fuck shit damn tits <laughs> shit Thank fuck you. death beer get that out yeah shit fuck death beer is the uh the the worm quartet one all one word shit fuck death beer <laughs> oh man i was so close <laughs> cool so what else is going on with you guys i don't know i watched quantum leap last night how was that Oh, I liked it. Like at first, I was like, uh, but and it had like little things where I was like, oh, I like that. But by the end, I was like, uh, oh, I like this. And like you know, like I remember the first episode of the original Quantum Leap. It's not like that was like awesome. So like I think it has potential, and I really like the non-binary guy. Cool. I, yeah, I haven't I haven't seen it um, yet. Uh, I. I have so much Internet. to watch. I have well, so yeah, much I, to watch. I'm a huge Quantum Leap fan. Okay, I watched. So I, I watched yeah, Quantum I Leap. I, I wasn't a huge fan, but I liked it. I I was a huge fan. It was the one night a week my mom would let me stay up to like you know I think my bedtime was nine and I'd get to stay up till ten when Quantum Leap was on. So after your vegan dinner, you enjoyed some Quantum Leap. Yeah, you know, so it wasn't so you all could pretend bad. like you, you yeah. know, were that person. You could go eat meat as somebody yeah. else. Yes, it was like. Watch these meat eaters, son, and suffer. <laughs> oh, it had good quality. It wasn't a like it was a 
a break from the veganism. Like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really curious. Like, like, did your body rebel at all? Like when you started eating meat after so long? Uh, it was rough at first, but like, you know, it was like McDonald's was so good that like, I like just fought through it. I mean, you can see what it's done to his skin. <laughs> yeah. It's got a healthy glow, healthy red glow to it. Yeah. Oh, like it, it, it took like, you know, some time, but like I just kept like, like trying different meats and he was determined. Hell yeah. Plus cheese, man. Like once you like you, the first time you have cheese, if you, if you, if you never had cheese until you were like older, like you would just be like, oh my God, like. Like, cause when you have it like the first time as a kid, probably you're just like, oh, like it's normal. Yeah. What when was you, uh, your gateway meat? My gateway meat was McDonald's. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> was it a McNugget? Was it a quarter pounder? Big Royale with cheese? Big Mac. Big two, Mac. Oh, you going right for the big guns? Meat, okay. Three pieces of bread, the lettuce, and the the Thousand Island. Yeah. I love big Macs. Two all beef patty, special sauce, less cheese, special onions, and a size of bun. I that song was so depressing for me as a child. <laughs> All right. So do you guys have anything you'd like to plug? Yes, we have a handful of things. Uh, like I said earlier, we're going to release a deluxe version of Vegan Stew as a single. It's going to come with two bonus tracks, uh, alternate mix of Vegan Stew and an alternate mix of Dead Sexy. That's going to come out on August, or October 8th everywhere. Uh, that digital music is released. Then on November 21st, we're going to do another one of our uh, cover songs in our Mutations and Desecration series. And this time we're going to do a Weird Paul cover song. He's an underground comedy musician. Um, we found one of his songs that we like called uh, You Can Own Your Own Home Without Even Breaking My Heart. It's not the most funny song that he's put out, but it reminded us of uh, Daniel Johnston. So we decided to do a take on that. Yeah, we got a uh, cover song we're working or not a cover song, a parody song that we're working on with some uh, fellow thumpers mm -hmm. that we hope to get out soon. And uh, we're also working on a brand new album, which we hope to put out probably around this time next year. And uh, a second album of material that much like Vegan Stew is a series of songs from our past that we're updating and re-recording now that we have the capability to get them recorded better. So we have all of that on our plate over the next year. Hopefully we'll, you know, be putting out stuff through Fump periodically. And then uh, we'll have a full album to drop with a bunch of new material uh, in the year. Excellent. Awesome. Lots of stuff to look forward to. All right. We're going to move on to news and tour dates and all that stuff. Are you guys sticking around or are you going to take off? Sure. You can't get rid of us that easy. All right, then. <laughs> Here's a promo. This is the Fump. Start my day. I'm making myself a spark plug omelet. Yeah. Spark plug omelet. Oh, yeah. That 
Catch the Funny Music Project at thefump.com. C-H-E-F-U-M-P dot com. Go tampon, flex your plankton, lick bo burnum, Costco phantom. Pants with pants on, sexual Reagan, panko man bun, let's go Brandon. Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. In the news, <coughs> weird, the Al Yankovic story won the People's Choice Award, or one of the People's Choice Awards at the Toronto International Film Festival last week. Specifically, the Midnight Mass Award category, which features some of the weirder uh, movies of the show. But Al's took home the award. So congratulations, Al. I'm really looking forward to seeing this thing. And uh, that's all the news I got. Luke, you got anything? Uh, yeah, just to uh, replug that uh, gig I have coming up with Kyle and Lindsay, let me pull up my website because I actually updated my tour dates page. Um, tour dates. There it is. <laughs> the show is simply called Rockin' Comedy. <laughs> And it is featuring myself uh, as well as TV's Colin Dilla with El Nage, uh, each doing our own sets of our funny songs. It's happening at the Corbin Bowl, uh, which is located at 19616 Ventura Boulevard in Tarzana, California, which is in the valley. Uh, it's Saturday, October 8th. Uh, doors open at 8 p.m. Showtime is at 9 p.m. We have a full kitchen and a full bar, and it is an 18-plus show. So, yeah. Uh, come on out to the Corbin Bowl on Saturday the 8th and check us out. Um, and, Kyle's uh, going to break out all his dirty songs. Also, uh, coming up is... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have Hollywood Nerd Night featuring, uh, again, myself and Colin Lindsay and a bunch of stand-up comics, which is Thursday, October 20th. Uh, it's happening somewhere in Hollywood, and I don't know the name of the place or, the, or or what time we're starting or whatever. So whenever I have more details for that, I will let you all know. Um, but that is about it. All right. Tour dates. On Sundays in Nashville, Tennessee, Steve Goody hosting at the Bluebird. On Thursdays online, Phil Johnson, a roadside attraction. Also Thursdays online, Steve Goody and Brad Tassel at virtualcomedyshow.com. On the 23rd, in Altspace VR, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On the 23rd, on Twitch, Mikey Mason. The 24th, in Hammond, Indiana, Captain Ambivalent. The 25th, in New Hope, Pennsylvania, Larry Tritel. And the 29th, in Rochester, New York, Worm Quartet. And birthdays. Coming up on the 25th, Danita Smith. Happy birthday, Danita. Woo! All right, our second song of the week is one by Lauren Mayer. Here is Getting Lucky Tonight. Let's put the kids to bed early. Ignore the laundry on the floor We'll leave the dishes in the sink Pour ourselves a drink And lock the bedroom door Just for once let's forget about Everything that usually gets us so uptight Who cares if the screen door's stuck I'm getting lucky tonight 
can pretend we're not exhausted and that we're raring to go. I'll find that trashy lingerie that I stashed away and turn the lights down low. All day long I've been working and cleaning, though the house is still a sorry sight. The other chores I'm gonna chuck. I'm getting lucky tonight. When every day gets so frantic, your love life slips, I suppose. Well, I don't care if it isn't romantic. I just want you to rip off my clothes. It's been too long. candle and leave you no room for doubt we'll throw ourselves in it for a hot five minutes before we both conk out it's okay if there aren't any fireworks just showing up will be all right but buster there's no passing the buck i'm getting lucky tonight a mother I'm getting lucky tonight You can bet brother I'm getting lucky tonight I have needs I'm getting lucky tonight Oh please I'm getting lucky to Stop fighting and go to sleep I'm getting lucky to Settle down. Now, where were we? Oh, yeah. Oh, honey. Honey. Honey, wake up. Honey. I'm here with Lauren Mayer. How you doing, Lauren? I'm just dandy and really glad to see you. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. So, so tell us about, um, well, I almost said, tell us about getting lucky. I'm not sure you want to go there, but tell us about the song. <laughs> All right. So um, I, this is actually something I wrote when my kids were smaller, but I thought maybe you and some of the other parents who still have kids at home could relate. Although my 26 year old is living with us. So um, we still have, and my mom too, so we have a lack of privacy. Um, this is a bit of a break for me because usually I've been submitting fairly political songs lately, but um, this is about trying to preserve romance when you've got young kids or kids or roommates in the house. And, you know, I, like everybody says, uh, the, the key to a good marriage is to make sure the marriage is there, not just the children, but they might have other ideas. And I will tell this story actually, which is not in this song. Um, my husband and I found the only way we could really have any kind of romantic life together was to schedule it. And at one point we had a dog and two kids home and my mother living with us. And the dog usually slept in our rooms. So we're starting to get romantic 
and I got a knock on the door and it's my mother and she wanted to know about something. I'm like, okay, mom, we'll talk to you in the morning. And mom, then, it's on the calendar, mom, you know? Yes. And then the older son and then the younger son. And finally, everybody left us alone. We shut the door. We're starting to go at it. And the dog starts barking. And Scott looked at the dog and said, you too. So that's basically where it came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure any, every parent out there can relate or anyone with a dog or roommates or anything. Exactly. Yeah. And as you get older, you know, the body takes a little bit more time to, you know, like we're not in our 20s. And so we can't just, you know, do a cookie in the car for five seconds. It's, you know, takes a little, <laughs> little more gearing up for the activity. And then, of course, you're tired all the time. And so that's another in impediment which yes in the end of the song so yes but i also i've done a lot of comedy shows where it's always men talking about how they want nookie and the women don't and it's like i don't think that's true at least according to the moms that i know i think we, we like to have intimate time with our partners as well so i also wanted to refute the idea that i'm just going oh gosh do i have to <laughs> no i want to so I've I've seen you perform the song live a couple of times and it always gets a good laugh, even like especially from me. I mean, it's it's such a great song. Oh, thank you. I still I'm blushing just at the I mean, I think I did it the very first time I performed at Fump when I did just the little showcase and I didn't know anybody. I hadn't met any of you, I hadn't talked to any of you. And I did this song in front of a bunch of people, which I, I also did this song in a one woman show in front of both of my children. And they, they were teenagers, which actually was even worse. And some of my friends said, I do a whole stand up routine about teaching them the facts of life and then led into this. So, yeah, people said it was more fun to watch their faces. <laughs> but I was pretty embarrassed doing it. I'm blushing now. And it was what, you know, eight, nine years ago. When yeah. I first did that. Yeah. I can't believe in front of totals. But you know what? Sex is a part of life, just like all the other things we're embarrassed to talk about. And the Fump Fest audience was awesome. They ate it up, you know? Oh, yeah. They, I mean, <laughs> they would have eaten up anything. They were such a good audience. But yes, that's that's what this song is about. <laughs> now that I've bared my soul and talked about my sex life. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So how are things going with you otherwise? I mean, other I mean. <laughs> This is I'm not. That's not a question about your sex life. I swear to God. <laughs> There's. Well, funny you should ask. Leaving my sex life completely out of the conversation, I am getting ready to record a new album, um, and I go into the studio in a week and a half. So I'm writing and pre-recording some tracks like crazy, um, because uh, my my Jewish comedy stuff seems to be doing pretty well and selling and. That, what else could I write about? So I had just decided to do an album about being a Jewish mother. Mm -hmm. Lots of Jewish mother material out there. As I started researching it, though, this has turned into a real cause for me because all the humor out there is about how horrible Jewish mothers are. We're nagging. We interfere with our kids' lives. We push food on them when they don't want it. It's all guilt. And that's not true. We are emotional. We are involved. We are strong, just like a lot of other cultures, mothers, figures are, but we're not as obnoxious as we're portrayed in the media. And so I'm reclaiming the Jewish mother stereotype and embracing the fun parts. But and so I am laughing at us. But it's also from our perspective, there is no comedy out there from the Jewish mother's perspective. It's all the kids 
or the husband's complaining about them. Yeah, so, you're absolutely right. Yeah. And I'm not going to return the favor by complaining about kids and husbands. It's just talking about who we are. So that will come out, we hope, right before Hanukkah. Um, you, you were listing all the things that Jewish mothers do. And I was thinking, you know, the, like sneaking in Yiddish words here and there. And I was thinking yes. my my Italian grandmother would sneak in Italian words here and there. And I'm like, every like ethnic mother, grandmother, they sneak in little words here and there from, you know, their culture. Right. Well, funny you should mention it because one of the songs is called Matzah Pizza because that's what my mother-in-law, who is Italian, my, both of my mother-in-laws are Italian. My first, I don't have two at the same time, but my first husband yeah. is Italian, my, my current <laughs> husband is Italian, and um, my first mother-in-law might as well have been Jewish. When I told her that I was pregnant for the first time, she immediately told me about three people she knew who had died in childbirth. That's <laughs> But anyway, with this matzah pizza thing, it turns out it's not just Italians and Jews are similar. We're really genetically connected. Jews and Italians are from, you know, a lot of Jews, the, the bulk of Jews are Ashkenazi Jews, which are from the Mediterranean, you mm -hmm. know, Middle East, Mediterranean part of the country. But also there were probably hundreds of thousands of Italian Jews who converted during the Inquisition and all the other times that Jews were discriminated against in, especially in very Catholic Italy. So it turns out there, if a lot of Italians, if they do their 23andMe, they find out they have Jewish ancestry. So, so see, like, you know, it's not just ha ha comedy songs. I'm finding out all this really cool stuff about, you know, the roots of all the stuff that we tease ourselves about. So, yeah, so the album will be called um, Don't Mind Me, I'll Just Sit Here in the Dark. And it was actually, that title is inspired by performing at Fump Fest because my goal is to come to a future Fump event where sing-alongs are always such a big hit. And I wanna get the whole audience singing, don't mind me, I'll just sit here in the dark, everybody. So that's my fantasy inspired <laughs> by Fump Fest. Awesome. Hopefully we can make that happen for you. Yeah, I hope so. So that's that's what I'm up to and and just, you know, teaching and working and trying to keep my head above water like we all are. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh just the album and my weekly songs. Go to YouTube, Psycho Supermom, um, and that's all political. So the one I put out last week is called Karma's a bitch and she votes. Um and I'm not sure what I'm doing this week. Um, I haven't figured out my topic yet, but the people can follow me there. Well, you've got um, that whole refugee scandal with you know the busing. Yes, and, the bus. And I've also got Je the special master Deary. So mm -hmm. um, that's the, you've you know, you've got a you know a lot of material to draw oh, from. Oh so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I might do a folk song about Martha's Vineyard. I don't know. It's a crazy <laughs> week. So I mean, something crazy will happen. Updated so version of another one rides the bus. You know, I mean, yes. there's. I, ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. Um, so yeah, I'll, um, so they, anyway, to plug, Psycho Supermom on YouTube, they go to Facebook, Lauren Mayer Comedy Songs, Patreon, patreon.com Lauren Mayer, and then stay tuned. Um, all, all those places I'll be posting when I release the album and hope to release one of the earliest songs on Thump is my plan. Very like end of November, try to snag all it. All right, up. looking forward to it. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. It was totally my pleasure. And, and uh, we will catch you next time. And I don't know if you were going to announce this, so you could cut this out if you don't want to, but happy anniversary. Well, thank you. Speaking of getting lucky, <laughs> I hope this song gives you some inspiration. We can try. We can hope for the best. 
Yes, hope for the best. <laughs> but you know, if nothing else, you'll have a nice dinner out. So yeah, exactly. That. All right. Well, it's so good to see you, and let's keep our fingers crossed we can. You know, then so in Jewish tradition, what you say at Passover is always next year in Italy. So I'll say next year at Funk Fest. Sure. All right. Or something. All right. Good to see you. Thank you for. All right. Catch you later. Bye bye. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. (laughs) Feedback. There is no feedback this week. So, uh, this. Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tomorrow, well, Friday song is by a new artist, and Tuesday song is by the Belle Isle Rats. Now, for the Spotify playlist topic, I don't really have anything in mind. So, uh, Dead by 28, give me a topic I can throw together about a half an hour's worth of songs for on Spotify. Comedy songs. Comedy songs. Uh, I don't know. Songs about zombies? Zombies. I can totally do that. All right, zombies it is. Thank you, guys. Uh, all right, I'll put that together tomorrow. Um, all right. Jeez. Lauren Mayer is at laurenmayercomedy.com and Psycho Supermom on YouTube. Uh, plug yourself one more time. Dead by 28 is on Bandcamp, Facebook, and YouTube. Keyword Dead by 28. All right, Luke, you got anything else? Uh, you know, just, uh, you know, as usual, follow me at the great Luke ski on all my social media to see whatever wandering development happens next with me. <laughs> Thank you, Luke. All right, let's get out of here. Can I add one thing before we leave? Sure. I just say happy birthday to my daughter, Lily and happy anniversary to my wife. We're about to celebrate our 10 years. All right. Congratulations guys. Yay. All right. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm Luke Ski. There's Dead by 28. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefunk.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefunk.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say... Chihuahua. Ha, ha, ha.